Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Dolores Tarver. I'm a licensed psychologist here in Georgia, coming to you with your next mental health moment. And today we're going to be discussing hurting with our words. Now I'm sure all of you have seen it before. Maybe you've been out at the store and you see that mom berating their child, calling that child stupid. Why did you do that? Maybe popping them in the back of the head or mushing their forehead. Don't be dumb. Or maybe you've seen that couple arguing and you hear words come out, bitch, ho, stupid, ignorant, lazy. Or maybe you've seen at church even going out to a car, someone say, don't you embarrass me in front of people like that again. Possibly you've been at a dinner somewhere and a spouse didn't prepare a meal in the way that the other partner wanted, and they were degraded right in front of you, told that they were sorry, maybe fat, trifling, good for nothing, worthless. Perhaps they were told in front of you, you don't even know why you married them. Or maybe you've said some of those words to people before. Maybe you've been the person who used your tongue to cut. You didn't necessarily curse the person out but you said ugly, mean, hurtful stuff to them that you knew would hit on their insecurities, that you knew would make them question themselves, that you knew would make them feel bad. You all have heard the terms gay, retarded, bipolar, schizophrenic, slow, spaz, nigga. It's just a joke. Chill out, you're too serious. Nazi. Go kill yourself. You make me want to kill myself. Oh, I'm sorry. That was probably over your head. Or you've heard the term gaslighting. That makes a person question whether what they experience is really true. You're the crazy one. You need help, not me. Stop being so insecure. Why are you so jealous all the time? Why do you keep bringing up old stuff? That's not even relevant right now. You're so sensitive. You constantly are overreacting. Will you stop imagining things? That didn't even happen. You know that's why nobody likes you and wants to be around you. Now, possibly you've heard somebody when you were at your job have that person keep calling and calling and calling them or texting them and they have to scan that phone around the room because that person wants to see who's there in the space with them. You say you're at work. Let me see that you're at work. Show me the people you're at work with. Again, that could be you. Or you could have been the person who was experiencing those things. Regardless, the effects of that are terrible. Honestly, a lot of us end up having psychological problems as a result of experiencing things like that. Maybe there's nightmares or flashbacks, anxiety, insecurities. Yelling at a person over time can be associated with hearing loss, anger, hostility, Perhaps there's substance abuse. I just don't want to deal with it. When people start arguing, I just go take me a drink. I leave. It, it can also interfere with brain development. We, stop, we halt the growth of our kids when we put them in verbally abusive environments like that. Bedwetting is not uncommon. uncommon. The development of these things are traumatic on a person. So what are these called? Now, I grew up in environments like that, that people cursed each other out, people talked to each other, joked with each other. What's the harm in that? 
I thought that was typical. We still love each other, right? Well, actually, we're getting into the territory called verbal, psychological, or emotional abuse. I'll save the other types of abuse for another podcast. That's abuse. I know that we don't look at it in that way. Oh, no, I'm not being abusive because we think in order to be abusive to someone, I have to be putting my hands around your throat or I have to be slamming you into something. I have to be kicking you or, or hitting you in some way. Abuse comes in a lot of different ways. When we use our words to intentionally hurt, demean, criticize, belittle, manipulate people, that is abuse. So why do we do that? Why do we hurt people with our words? Well, there's a lot of different reasons for that. Possibly, I have a disorder in which I may be antisocial. You may have heard that term before, or sociopath. These are literally the people that don't care anything about your feelings. It means nothing to them. In fact, they may even get pleasure from causing you pain. Perhaps this is a person who is acting out their own abuse. Perhaps you are that person acting out your own abuse. So now you have become the person who is verbally abusive because that's what was done to you. That's what you saw. Perhaps you want to prove, well, I'm not like my parents, so I'm still abusive. I'm just abusive in a different way. So my father, he was hard on me. He told me, don't be soft, don't be a sissy. So now what do I do? I go and I attack women to show him I'm not a sissy, I'm not a punk. So let me treat women in very derogatory ways to show my power, to show my dad I'm really that man that he always said I wasn't. Perhaps I was exposed to violence or, or sexually explicit material at a young age, and it actually reshaped the way my brain perceives things. So now what is dysfunctional, I perceive to be normal because I was shaped early in my life to believe that these things were okay. I have uncontrolled or unmanaged rage because of my own traumatic experience. And so I get so easily triggered, then I black out. I don't even realize what I'm doing. I grew up in a house, maybe where there was addiction. People didn't take responsibility for their behavior. They simply blamed other people. You were told to be quiet and not tell what was going on in that house. And you were taught to basically be okay with those behaviors. So that's what I've done growing up now. Now... I don't take responsibility for my own behaviors, my own rage, my own anger issues. Yeah, I get mad sometimes, but it's not that big of a deal. I've learned to be dismissive of how others experience my behavior. I have no awareness of how I make them feel. Perhaps you use bullying as a way to intimidate or control or manipulate other people. That is your way to get what you want or you think get what you want in a situation. Maybe you engage in these behaviors because you're very afraid. I'm afraid that people may leave me. I'm afraid that people won't like me. I'm afraid that people won't choose me. And so I bully them. I use my words to hurt them, to control them, to posture over them so that you don't really see what I'm afraid of. Maybe I actually have a personality disorder, so I have an inaccurate perception of how behaviors are supposed to be healthy, or how relationships are supposed to look, of how I can talk to people in healthy ways. So I really think that this push-pull I have with you, this argue with you, then love you, this I hate you, don't leave me, I, I think that's healthy behavior. That's all I've grown to know. Possibly I'm so exhausted and defeated and hopeless and overwhelmed that these words of hurt come out 
out of my sheer exhaustion. I have nothing left to give but this rage. Now, I could I absolutely be in denial about what's happened in my own life, oppressing things, avoiding things. And so when you come near me and try to highlight some of these unhealthy behaviors, I lash out at you because I feel now that I'm being attacked. So I have to come out and swing back at you. Regardless of the cause, these behaviors are unhealthy. And I want to be very, very clear with you all. It does not matter if you grew up in a home where parents or aunties or uncles or grandmothers were verbally abusive to you. It does not matter if you grew up and saw marriages where people were verbally abusive with each other. It does not matter if you have worked in toxic work environments where people were demeaning and hurtful. It does not matter if in school there were bullies that used words to hurt and you had to learn how to fight back with your words. As adults, we are absolutely responsible for our behaviors. And it is not okay for us to demean, belittle, ridicule, name call, intimidate anyone simply to get a response out of them. We've outgrown those things. We have other behaviors that we can implement. We have other ways that we can talk to people that are much more effective. So let's talk about some of these strategies. First, if you're in a situation where someone attempts to manipulate the environment around you, to gaslight you, if you will, you need to be aware of your own reality. You need to know who you are. You need to be very well versed about, and you should be an expert on you. If you have concerns about what you're actually doing, check in with people that you trust. Record yourself in interactions so that you can have some evidence to go back and look at. Is this person just telling me I'm the crazy one? I'm the stupid one? I keep bringing stuff up really as an attempt to get things off of them? Or do I really have some issues that I need to address? Direct communication, assertive communication is not aggressive communication. I can still articulate my point to you without having to yell at you, without having to name call you, without having to belittle you. And if I have difficulty expressing myself, then I can write things down. Then it takes all the emotions out of it, the pain, the, the hurt out of me expressing it to you. I've, I've dealt with those prior to writing this down. So now I can just get to the bulleted points of what do I want to tell you. And how I want to phrase it is here's what I'd like you to do, not how you suck in life. But here's what I would like for you to do. And, I, and these behaviors need to be things that are specific, measurable, and observable. So I can't just tell you that I need for you to love me better. Because I need to be able to define that and put that into action terms. Okay? So, hey, when you see me, when you come home every day, I would like it if you would say, hey, I miss you, I love you. That's a concrete behavior that we can measure. Hey, did you do that five times this week? Yeah, good job. Okay? Right. The other thing that we want to do is if there is any unmanaged, undealt with, unprocessed things from your childhood that could have led you to become a verbally abusive, verbally aggressive person, have a lot of rage, you need to go to therapy and, and address those things. If you have become that parent who now belittles your kid, there are parenting groups, there are parenting trainings that are available that you can go to to relearn how to engage in healthy ways with your children. Now, if you are involved in a relationship with someone who simply does not care about you at all, who is unable to emotionally connect, 
who gets pleasure out of hurting you, you need to end that relationship. That's not a relationship you're going to be able to fix. There's not going to be a motivation for that person. They don't care about you. And so if you are that person or you have identified you're in a relationship with that person, then you need to get out of that relationship. If you are that person, then you don't need to be in relationships because you're not going to be able to be healthy in a relationship with somebody. Right. If you have any concerns about whether or not you are abusive verbally to your children, sit them down and ask them. But here's the thing. You cannot be defensive in that conversation because if you want them to be open and honest, then you need to be able not to lash out at them when they are. So you may need to have someone else there to be a part of that conversation to facilitate it. So you can get a real true understanding of how your children see you. If, a, if you have five children, you talk to them separately and across the board, they say, yeah, dad, you're a little hard. You say things that hurt my feelings and I don't feel like I can tell you that. Then you've got a lot of data points there you can't ignore. All right. You want to read things that allow you to be able to get a healthy understanding of how relationships are supposed to work. A lot of times we think, oh, well, by this point in my life, I know how to be in relationships. Not necessarily. Read some books about how to connect with other people, the common um, mishaps in relationships. And a big one is communication. Sometimes when we read things, we become aware of our patterns. And, and don't go read the little pop psychology books um, that people put out that are not necessarily grounded in any theory and any strategy. Read some things that are actually based on um, psychological works that are going to show you and have evidence for to support. And, and they're very common. These strategies of how to, how to communicate directly and openly, not to name call, um, not to bring up things from the past and put them in, in a person's face when you've already resolved those things, um, using specific behavioral examples when you want to see change, reinforcing change when you see it like those are going to be some common things that you see across books you can do workbooks together in your family or in your relationship that can be helpful to your relationship growing um if you have a lot of negative people in your life and you realize these negative people are causing you to have these unhealthy patterns then you want to distance yourself from those negative people distance yourself from negative communication take a fast from negativity you cannot be trying to engage in healthy behaviors constantly around people that are engaging in unhealthy behaviors. Put yourself around people that you see communicating effectively in healthy ways and model your behavior after these helpful strategies, right? If at any time you feel you are unsafe, if at any time you feel your children are unsafe, then I would encourage you, there's a domestic violence hotline I will put in the notes for this video. Um, there are shelters in areas. Call family members who are safe if you need to get out of a situation. I don't ever want you to feel like you have to stay in something that's unhealthy or dysfunctional um, simply because you went to church and they said, hey, we don't believe in divorce. I don't believe in people being in relationships that are unhealthy and destructive for you or your children. It is damaging to you. It's damaging to your kids. So do not ever stay in a relationship simply because someone told you they don't believe in divorce. Your safety is the most important thing. Your security is the most important thing. Your sanity is the most important thing. So if you're in any kind of those relationships, then please, by all means, um, work with someone to get out of them. A therapist, 
uh, a, a healthier church um, will help you be able to get out and have the resources that you need. We hurt people when we are hurt. We stay hurt because once someone takes away my belief in my ability, once someone takes away my voice, then I feel powerless and I stay. So find your voice. Use your voice for hope and encouragement and for love and not to tear down someone else. Be encouraged.